Hello and welcome to Ferris Forward. I'm your host, Dave Eisler. Today we're going to be talking about information security, a new degree program at Ferris in artificial intelligence, and I'm delighted to have two faculty members join us. Dr. Molly Cooper and Dr. Greg Goglin. Molly, Greg, it's good to have you here today. Great to be here. Thank you. And, and it's a pleasure to be talking about cybersecurity and all the things that have developed with that degree and the excitement you have over, over this new degree. Molly, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, if you will. Hey there. Yes, uh, I'm Molly Cooper. I am a Ferris alum, both uh, undergrad and graduate. Received my PhD from Nova Southeastern University Information Assurance. Very excited about cybersecurity. Um, worked in industry for several years as well. And uh, very excited to be part of the team and part of bringing really cutting edge degree programs to Ferris. Thank you. And this is a, it's a wonderful program because we have two Ferris graduates with us. Greg, you're also a Ferris alum, aren't you? Yes, I am. I graduated from Ferris actually in a few different programs. Uh, biology, computer information systems, and then a, uh, we used to have a graduate degree in information systems management. And then I also uh, received a PhD from Michigan State. And maybe the unique thing is my grandparents uh, kind of started us at Ferris and they had Ferris for a teacher. Wonderful, I didn't know that. What a great, great lineage. So. Greg, my engagement with you really begins uh, back when you were conceptualizing the idea of, uh, of an information security intelligence degree. Talk a little bit about what we, we now call ISI. Well, the ISI program uh, kind of conceptually developed um, from discussions with uh, government agencies and so forth shortly after the terrorist bombings in New York City. And cybersecurity was kind of a new thing that people were thinking it's like a class, it's not a degree or anything like that. So there was quite a bit of political headwind to, to start a program in cybersecurity. And you were actually instrumental in helping to see that, that forward. You uh, kind of gave a hand up for that and I'll be grateful for that for a long time. And so, so the, Molly, the, you're, you're a graduate of that, of that degree, aren't you? Absolutely, uh, fabulous degree and really prepared me well for the workforce and glad to be able to contribute back to help students continue that trend. And Greg, I know there's a special feeling of satisfaction when you, when you see one of, one of your alumni come back and be a member of your faculty. Well, absolutely. We have a, a fantastic uh, set of faculty, uh, very dedicated beyond what you typically see. Uh, very much into learning new things, uh, faculty to development opportunities and so forth. Um, Molly's actually a great example of that. Uh, you know, one of the faculty development things that she's doing is uh, the security basically in space, as in satellites and things like that, which you don't hear a lot about, but you will shortly. Oh, that, that's impressive. And tell me about this there's a new program that, that your area has developed in artificial intelligence and bachelor's degree, bachelor of science. And this has been approved by the academic Senate and will be on the board of trustees agenda in mid-February. Tell me how this, this program came about. Well, 
with the, the ISI program, uh, the, it's a cybersecurity program, but it's information security and intelligence. So it's always had this, this data side to it. And that was what really distinguished it from other programs. I mean, we have other distinguishing things, like we're the only ABET accredited cybersecurity program in Michigan. Uh, our graduate program is ranked number 21 of all IT programs in the country by US News and World Reports. Um, but this whole data side, the artificial intelligence, um, cybersecurity is becoming so automated that it's really not something that a person can respond to. So you need to, to automate and anticipate. And that's where the, the kind of the idea started with, with bringing in artificial intelligence because it really supplements what we're already doing. And so Molly, can you talk a little bit about what this program is? And I, I'm assuming that, that you have you have a background in a speci some specialties in artificial intelligence. Absolutely. Uh, the program will be delivered face-to-face, -face, online and hybrid. Um, really includes a lot of great classes foundationally of really opening the door to artificial intelligence based on internet of things or things that help consumers or around the house, all the way up to satellite security and automation with artificial intelligence. We'll have several classes in machine learning, um, link and visual analysis, uh, really bringing a lot to the forefront of that cutting edge technology of what makes AI unique. And so a student comes to Ferris, do they need to make that choice early on about whether it's information security or art? or artificial intelligence, or will they be able to maybe have some, some trade-off between the two? They'll be able to choose. Um, by the time they're a, a, a junior, uh, we, we've tried to make it as two plus two friendly as possible, but, but by the time they're a junior, first semester, they, they should choose one way or the other. There is a fair number of classes uh, that are shared across those two programs, as well as the existing data analytics program. So uh, there's, there's quite a few options to, to go to. And when we talk about two plus two, we're talking about the ability for someone who might do two years and then come here so it can, it can partner if there's an appropriate associate degree, but the third, by the third year, they have to decide. So how did you prepare to offer this degree? Uh, it's, it's a big undertaking to do a new undergraduate degree, especially in an area that's evolving so quickly. Yeah, well, one thing is you have to have a team and a lot of people, uh, you know, even this, at the secretary level, people don't really understand the, the support you need is, is at so many different levels. And, and a lot of it is kind of hidden. Uh, so any degree, you, you've got to go around and, and find out if you have support at all these levels uh, as kind of a first step, because it's not something that you can execute well uh, individually. So that teamwork piece is, is a big part of it. And so you, I know that you've gone out and gotten some grants for this. Do you want to talk a bit about this? Sure. We've been uh, fortunate. One of the other distinguishing features of the ISI program is that it's an, uh, an NSA school, a Center of Academic Excellence, uh, the National Security Agency. And being one of those schools allows us to write uh, for grants with the Department of Defense. And we have built into the last few grant cycles requests to develop classes that would go into the artificial intelligence program. For example, cloud classes and uh, biometrics classes and things like that. So those are already developed. 
so it's not a complete degree coming forward. Uh, in other words, we have, have foundational pieces that we've had out there for a little bit of time. Molly, I, I'm, I believe you're going to be one of the faculty who teach in this program. How do faculty develop the credentials, the background to be able to do, to do this new degree? Sure, absolutely. So we have several taking various classes and earning different certifications to sort of make a broad approach to this and all of the different pillars that AI can encompass. So um, for me, I'll be taking a, a space security specialist professional certification test, really um, trying to con constantly learn about AI and different ways we can apply it. And so you know, this feels a little bit like science fiction to me about, <laughs> about cybersecurity in space. And we've touched on it a couple of times. Could, could you explain for a layperson what, what, what this involves? Sure, absolutely. So uh, satellites, we, we have a growing dependency on satellites for global positioning, for the military, for location data. And they also store a lot of sensitive information. And uh, finding better ways to, I guess, teach the satellites, for lack of a better term, how to operate, what to do, and then securing that information is really important. So I find just really interesting in that area. Also with that would be even the Alexa devices at home, smart refrigerators, smart TVs, everything. Uh, really finding ways to protect that or combining the AI and the cybersecurity together is very fascinating. When I think all of us get concerned about our personal information when people begin to talk about, sure. about, about things like that. Uh, when does this degree start? It'll start in the fall uh, of 2021. Uh, we've got the classes already on the schedule, ready to go uh, once we get a final approval. Uh, we have a couple other faculty that have been gearing up to teach some of those classes too. Uh, Jerry Emmerich has just finished off two more certifications with uh, Amazon Cloud Services because that's a, a huge foundation. Um, and some of the other faculty are developing uh, specialties in other areas as well. So we're, we're really excited. Uh, something that's really unique that really positioned us in an unusual spot is when you're an NSA school, you have a representative with the NSA that's a liaison that um, you interact with. Our liaison happened to be the person that was selected to set up the Space Force, uh, which is the newest DOD agency. And so we kind of had a little bit of insight early into um, some things that other other uh, schools and so forth might not. And NSA stands for? The National Security Agency. I, 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 that's what I thought, but it's always easier to ask what the acronym is than, than assumed. Sure. Uh, so this is all very exciting and it's especially exciting because we had a very fortunate thing happen in the end of December where the legislature and governor approved the funding for our next new building at Ferris State University, which is the Virtual Learning Center. And Greg, I can remember back when Governor Snyder was on our campus and we had brought Governor Snyder to the campus to, to look at our welding program because that's when we were promoting the idea of the funding for the Swan Annex. And we took him to welding. And as I recall, we weren't allowed to weld in front of him because there was some sort of concern about that. We also took him by to 
to visit with you and the things you were doing in, in cybersecurity. And you know, the governor was very interested in welding, but when he started to talk to your, your students in ISI, he really lit up. Do you remember that day? Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's not every day a governor walks into your lab and, and starts talking to the students. And uh, it's interesting because uh, at conferences and such, occasionally he would be there and he would recognize us and he would say, oh, Ferris, they've got a great program. Uh, so that was, that was very nice to, to help uh, Ferris be in the, the front mindset of, of the governor uh, and the government for Michigan. And what I can recall on this is the, there's, a, there's a rating approach that the state was using at that time for new capital outlay projects. And when we submitted the Virtual Learning Center, which was probably five, maybe even six years ago, we were the top rated program in the, in the state. And that, that really helped us get through this process and get the funding. And so my understanding is we'll be, we'll, we'll be occupying this building in January of 2023, but talk a little bit about what this building does for your program and the, the things that you work with. Well, you know, we've been working on this, on this building and the proposal for, for many years. Uh, so that, that kind of helps us to, to get it right. And some of the things we did was we, we built in uh, things like Faraday rooms and evidence lockers and so forth so that we can actually have uh, working labs for uh, cases beyond what we've been doing in the past. So we, we've helped law enforcement and so forth very often. Uh, and we have a faculty member that's embedded in the state police crime lab. Uh, but we have uh, had discussions with government agencies about helping them uh, with various cases, whether they're digital forensics or uh, social media and so forth. And, and some of the things that really brought this to head were the uh, incidents we had at the Capitol recently. And it just so happens that the way we have architected the virtual learning center that uh, it, it really ladders well with that. So it, it's, there's quite a synergy and we're quite excited about the potential for that. Well, and when, when you talk about working on this project, it's not just developing what you're gonna do in the building, but you know, I, I know there have been multiple times where you, other faculty members and students have, have gone with us to Lansing to demonstrate our legislative luncheon to show the things that are possible uh, we'll talk just a bit about that. Molly, you want to share some, some pieces about that, can you? Sure, absolutely. It, it's wonderful to be, or to have the opportunity to present at those types of events and to really, I guess, expose the students to how they could use their skills to help. Uh, recently, we had a, a fantastic meeting with the Attorney General of Michigan, finding more opportunities there to to help in an open source intelligence sort of way via cybersecurity or using some of our artificial intelligence tools in a way that can assist. And it's really gratifying to see. Another great use of the new building will be a hands-on lab for Internet of Things or IoT devices, artificial intelligence and cybersecurity as Dr. Goggin was talking about. So it's really exciting to see everything come together and uh, we really appreciate that. Well, and you, you all were great ambassadors for your programs and it was, was you and digital media. So lots of interest in those things between cybersecurity and virtual reality. It's easy to attract people's attention. Uh, also teacher education and all of our online learning is in this. 
in this building, but now there's a cybersecurity arena in this also, isn't there? Talk a bit about that if you would. Yeah, that's um, kind of become a, 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 a pretty, kind of, kind of a signature piece to our program in that uh, several years ago, we started bringing in students from high schools by the busload actually to do uh, cyber competitions. And Molly and Jerry Emmerich uh, usually lead those, um, capture the flag type things. Um, but we decided what we really need when we bring them in is to have a facility that is actually kind of custom made for those types of activities. Um, and so that has been built into the uh, virtual learning center so, so that it's kind of like uh, having a having a real basketball court for basketball games rather than playing in your driveway, if you will. Um, and it's, it's fun to watch when the students come because we take surveys before and after in terms of what's their interest in cybersecurity or STEM, that type of thing. And we always see a significant increase uh, and students start seeing the possibilities that they weren't aware of. So uh, it's kind of the, an ambassador approach, very, very interesting. Molly, what do you learn from these cyber competitions from working with the students? What, what are your experiences there? Uh, it, what's interesting is to see them formulate the answer, to figure it out, to have that experience of digging in, using what they know, uh, asking questions, seeing all of their uh, coursework <laughs> go, go to good views. And it uh, for our ISI students, that seems to be the case for high school students or those students we're trying to attract to come to the program. Just really uh, shows them the possibilities, what they could do with cybersecurity or AI or any, any of our topics. So I find it's great to interact with them. It's, it's fun to put it on a sort of a competitive level, but help them at the same time and just show them all the different areas that they could succeed in these awesome degree programs. There's an interesting thing related to that. Uh, you know, Ferris is well known for, uh, you know, hockey program that occasionally goes to the Frozen Four or basketball program that wins a national championship or uh, a perennial winner in the football program. But we've got the same thing with the national cyber competitions where we have students that are consistently placing in the 99th percentile nationally. Um, we have some of them that... Um, have have placed so well that the competition holders will reach back and say what are you guys doing so how, how are we we got to model this because uh it's it's an aberration to see so many students play so well i i knew that you competed well i didn't know it was that well but congratulations to you your faculty and your students on this and molly i really appreciate the work that you're doing with those cybersecurity competitions because one of the things we've learned is that in some high schools, there's not a lot of information technology teaching and to get students interested in this topic and attracted to this field, because there's there's 100% employment in these fields right now. Absolutely, and it's, it's a team effort for sure. All of the faculty is very engaged and the students are wonderful as well. We have fabulous students. And the way this building is designed, there's, there's actually a, a relatively open hallway outside the cybersecurity arena so you can actually Sit and watch these competitions going on. I don't, I don't know how visual they are, but that sounds sounds like something I saw in a movie somewhere. Yeah, that there has to be uh, some way to, to engage an audience because um, 
nerds like to like to get a little notoriety and, and if you can have a little bit of an audience to, to watch they they like to impress people too well when i think of of you greg and of you molly i nerd is not one of the names that's even in the top 100 for you but, uh, it, it's easy to see how well connected you are with your field and knowing the amount of effort that goes into creating a new degree i'm very impressed with the work that you're doing now we have a listener today who has, has some interest in learning more about your information security intelligence degree or your new artificial intelligence degree. How can they get some information on this? Uh, isi.ferris.edu, best place to go. And uh, we'll love to hear from you and learn more about you, it'd be great. I would think that people who, who come out of, out of your field would have a good website. So I'm certain that's a, that's a great place to go. Absolutely. It, it, it's, been a, it's been a wonderful pleasure to, to have both of you with us today. You know, the work that's happening in the College of Business that you helped lead for information security and now artificial intelligence, cloud computing, is really state-of-the-art, cutting-edge pieces. And your, your recognition nationally for your programs is just astonishing. Uh, it's a source of great pride for our university. Greg, I want to thank you for joining us today. Thank you for your time. We really appreciate the opportunity. And Molly, it was a pleasure to hear from you today. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. Appreciate and it. I hope you enjoyed listening to hearing about our information security intelligence program and artificial intelligence. This is Ferris Forward. And I'm your host, Dave Eisler. Thanks for joining us today. I hope you'll join me again for our next program. Bye for now. Deeper.